With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. All right, Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to the second part of the post-game podcast. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior editor behind the steelcurtain.com. Joining with me as always, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. And we are hashing out, unfortunately, another loss. The Steelers 24 to 10 debacle. We'll put it that way, against the Cincinnati Bengals at Heinz Field. <clears throat> that's back-to-back home losses for a organization that's not used to losing two at home a season, let alone back-to-back to start the season. But nonetheless, we're talking about the defensive side of the ball now. A lot of issues there. Injuries are still an issue. TJ Watt, obviously, Alex Highsmith. The sack streak ended today. Uh, Brian, I'm sure you know this, but here's another factor. The Steelers did not, they didn't sack Joe Burrow. They also had zero quarterback hits on the entire day, according to ESPN. Brian, go ahead and talk about the pass well, rush a little bit. Ah, that, wasn't, well. that weren't taken away by a penalty. They hit him one time. They, and, one time. No, and, and listen, they said, nope, listen. you're not allowed to touch him. <laughs> Brian, yeah, true. Brian, go ahead. Yeah, so when I look at the, the pass rush and I saw that Highsmith was going to be out and I saw that Watt was going to be out, I was working on Bold and Bizarre predictions, and I wrote that the sack streak ends today. Then I wimped out. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to maybe Melvin Ingram gets in there. Maybe something happens, but I wrote that they're going to get one. They couldn't even get that one because, because of that, because they could not get, this is not a great offensive line for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. They had a, a right guard or a left guard in, uh, I believe it was a right guard in Jackson Carmen making his first start 
start. He's still a second round player. I just thought that they could, your regular Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, front seven is going to get to that quarterback there. You have Melvin Ingram Jr. Trying to do way too much because he's got nobody else around him. Um, you got a, you brought a guy off the street. I, I'll let our pronunciation guy help me out with it. Tuska. I, I would say Tuska, you know, he Tuska was in there. Tuska, who knows? Yeah, yeah, he was in there, you know, um, but you don't expect him to do too much there. That was a skeleton crew there. It really was. When you look at, when you take the Steelers front seven, the starting front seven, I believe there are three remaining on that front seven. If I'm not uh, starters on that front seven, if I'm not mistaken, because it would be Hayward, it would be Bush, and it would be Schobert. And I think that's that, it. So that wasn't even, that's not even three of what started the, the training camp. Yeah. Because, yeah, and that's true. And, and it's, yeah, about, wow. And that's very true too, because Wormley wasn't expected and you expected to it to start. You, uh, of course, with Tyson gone, you know, so, that's I'll say this was the defense horrible today I, no not really was it great no not really if we were given grades I'd which I hate giving grades I'm glad we're not so but we're gonna I, do it anyways I'm not I'm not failing the defense is what okay. I'm saying though I'm, I'm not really failing the defense they made mistakes yeah but this this game is on the offense more Dave thoughts on the defense Especially the pass rush. Yeah, but when the Steelers started the, let's say, when did they, well, let's just say when they finished minicamp, they were like, what were we the most concerned about? Depth at outside linebacker. And the Steelers went out and they got Melvin Ingram and were like, boom, there you go. But when Melvin Ingram was brought in, in June, right? This was in June. They bring Melvin Ingram in. And what's he, what's he told? Oh, all right, Mel. I don't know if he goes by Mel or not. Okay. All right, three. We'll call him. You know, he's the third. We're, we're bringing you in here. We're going to have a three-man rotation. You're not going to be the starter. We're going to go with the guys that we have. But you're going to get significant snaps where you're going to have almost as many as any of them, and you're going to have an opportunity to showcase what you have left for the NFL if you want to go out and get an, another contract after this year. This is what we're doing. All right, sign me up. Game three. He has to be the guy along with someone who came out in 2020 and couldn't find an NFL team last year and then had a good, you know, made the team. Great job, Jameer Jones. And a guy that they had to bring up off the practice squad who who wasn't even in Steelers training camp. He was with the Broncos and they signed him on their practice. The Steelers signed him off uh, on their practice squad um, rather than Denver. And that was it. I mean, this is... He came in with one thing, and look at how it's gone already. So that's just – the pass rush is what it is. That wasn't a roughing roughing the passer. But when, when you're only making 18 passes, it's kind of hard. It, you know, you are really limited with the amount of sacks and quarterback hits you can get. Okay, so let's talk about this. So when I, I coached lacrosse for well over a decade in Maryland, we used to have this rule. It was called the rule of 10. And I always told my defense, keep the opponent off of 10. We should be able to score more than that. We'll win the game. 
Like it literally is just, you got to outscore the opponent. Lacrosse is a high scoring mm-hmm. game. If it's done correctly. What is the rule for this Steelers defense? Like at, at first I used to say 20, like the rule of 20 for the Steelers defense, keep the opponent off of 20 points and the Steelers offense will be able to win you the game. What is it? The rule of 10 for the Steelers offense now? Is that what we're facing? I mean, seriously, let's talk this out. I mean, the, the Steelers defense is, even with all the injuries, is still not a bad unit. But my gosh, what are they going to have to do to win games for this team? Brian, what do you think? Probably uh, probably 13 at this point. And uh, it's, at, it's, at it's impossible in today's NFL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that's that's well, unless you're the Bengals defense, you're able to do that this oh, week. Gosh. Keep a team to ten. Um, yeah, because the the offense is the offense is the problem. And you just said something very poignant that this team has a lot of injuries and the defense is still hanging in there. And that's the thing. If you have an NFL caliber offense that can score in the twenties, you're gonna win a leg. You're go they're gonna win those games. There was opportunities to win that this game. I I know I said earlier that I felt like they were never in the game, but when you miss a field goal, when you uh, when you get down inside the five and you can't get in, you're not giving the the defense any help. And how much uh, really they didn't score a whole heck of a lot in the uh, the Bengals did not score a whole heck of a lot in the second half. You know, and one of them was aided by great field position because of a turnover. Yeah. Dave, uh, 13 points. Uh, that's uh, that's not even realistic. <laughs> well, the Steelers are only averaging just over 14. So is that, is that inflated the, because that, of the special teams touchdown? Yeah, I'm, like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm taking off this. I'm taking off the special teams touchdown. They are so you 16, did take them off. Okay. 16, 17, and 10. Okay. Okay. You know, that's a total of 43 points. You divide Jeez. that by, you know what I'm saying? My, my math might have been 13-3 to do the yeah, I was thinking. 9.9? Yeah, no, I was thinking. No, it, it, it's under 15 points is what I was looking at. So, but if you really look at it, the, the Steelers gave up 14 points in the first half and 10 points in the second half. But the other thing is, look at the look at the points off of turnovers. Jeff says pot, I say poot. Okay. <laughs> we, we had an argument about this before. Okay. Um, 14 points for the Bengals. Yeah. And what did the Steelers do with their one takeaway? Turned it right back. back over. So you lose by 14. There you are. Also, think about this. There's so many different things. You know, you missed the fifth, the 42-yard field goal. I would like to see it again because when I saw it from a different angle, I'm like, boy, it looked like Bod- Boswell's plant foot just slid. Um, don't know if it really did or not. If if you get that field goal, then when you have your fourth and 10 from the 11, you could actually have kicked the field goal there to get it to within eight points. Um, it's just kind of, kind, kind of how it goes, but that's, that's grasping at straws right now. Um, the defense, and this is ultimately a question about the defense. What do they have to do to keep the Steelers in the game? I mean, they have to get more turnovers. That's exactly, you, you got to get more takeaways uh, for one and two, um, when your offense does turn it over, you need to try to keep those to three instead of seven, because right there that would have been eight less points, and it's a different ball game. But I mean, still, they're, they're, they weren't put in a good situation. Nah. 
Mark Davison from the Touchdown Under Crew gives us five dingo dollars. He says, "Good day, fellas. Longtime listener here from Australia. <laughs> is the first half worth watching again? I was a, I was sleeping like our team. And the answer is no. I wouldn't no. watch this game. My my thought my thought was honestly like I can't believe I missed the Ryder Cup for this. Like, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what went through my mind. Jeff, you are correct. However, as the podcast producer and as <laughs> As somebody that has to talk about this game on Saturday of next week, yeah, watch it, Mark. That, that is what you have to do. You have to watch it. To if you don't watch it, at least listen to the podcast. We'll be fine. Yeah, there, there you go. I mean, my dad my dad left early. He was at my house. He left early. He goes, I'm going to Walmart. <laughs> my nephew here. So he would rather go to Walmart than, than uh, watch uh, midway through the third quarter. He, he was done. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't blame them. Let me ask you guys this: since we're talking about the defense, what's more troubling than you know Joe Mixon had 18 carries for 90 yards, averaged five yards a carry. Here's here's why this is an issue for me. Tyson Alualu is not coming back anytime soon, and I th- unless Stefan Tuitt can come back, which Chris Wormley I think it was last week said that they think he's going to be out a while. His words, not mine. My goodness, this should be a concern for me. Uh, for, uh, this is a concern for me. It's, I think it should be a, fan, a concern for all the teams. The Steelers being able to make teams one-dimensional. We've mentioned Joe Burrow only had to throw the ball 18 times. That's just, boy, you're, when you give him the, the either-or option, that's a, that's dangerous. Uh, we'll go to Brian. Brian, what do you think about the Steelers' run defense? It was non-existent. You have, you have Cam... You've got Joe Schobert, and you have no one else really coming close to stopping the run. And I don't know how well those guys did either. With Tuit gone, and if he's not coming back, I, I like Wormley. I like what he can do. If this is a full-strength defense, then they can put it back together. But you're talking a little bit early about the de- earlier about the defense as a whole. And when you said the defense has to get more turnovers, there's nobody right now there's not enough guys on that defense right now remaining to be able to put the team on their back on defense. You need a couple of guys on defense to do that. They just don't have the guys to do it. It's the, the run defense is not there. And another thing about the run defense too, and maybe I was thinking about him a lot because he was in this game today on the opposing team. You don't have a Mike Hilton who is giving you support in the uh in the run game as well in that from the secondary which he gave a lot of support over the last three or four years so you don't have you don't have a run game uh you don't have a way to stop the run game what do you got what about you dave what do you think steelers run defense steelers run defense it i mean joe mixon is a good runner you you gotta say that but i i was saying it seemed like the, the the secondary players were up at the line of scrimmage at times, which meant all you had to do was get past them and you were going to run for a while, if you know what I mean. So um, the run defense, it, it had, it wasn't what it normally was, um, but there was a lot on the defensive front that's not what it normally was, if you know what I mean. So it's... I'm glad we're not grading it because I wouldn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Well, let's get to another super chat. Matty Peverell gives us two ninety nine and Dingo dollars is one dollar per L. Tried a new lucky shirt. The Pat 
don't try new lucky shirts. You got to stick with what mm-hmm. works. I mean, my goodness, you don't. Did we get this one, Jeff? No, greeting greets from Austria. I hope the season's not over. Well, it's not mm-hmm. over. They're guaranteed to play at least. Well, they're playing 14 more games. Mm-hmm. Regardless, we'll be here for every single one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank That's you. For the Euros what, is that Euros? <laughs> it's got to be. I uh, see. I Man, my eyes are bad. I was like, wow, he's from Australia too. You should hang out with the other guys. <laughs> Put <laughs> another shrimp on, on the Bobby. <laughs> it's a lovely ox- accent. Where are you from? All right. Knight Rider 16 gives us five American dollars, finally. <laughs> In the spirit of the Ryder Cup, right? Yes. USA, that's right. <laughs> from Knight anyway, Rider, five. Very good. I like America. that. Can, can we talk about how our receiver route concepts never scheme anyone open or stress the defense enough to cause a breakdown in coverage? Uh, to be honest with you, Knight Rider, if I answer this question, it is that I don't know enough, nor do I watch enough football to be able to see that i know that jeffrey benedict and kevin smith who do our film rooms for behind the steel curtain.com a lot of times you need that all 22 footage to be able to identify what's exactly happening you can't really tell from the tv angles it sure looks like things are discombobulated at times and and things should be open when they're not i can't answer that brian or dave brian go ahead if you want to take a stab at it go for it <laughs> you're like me you're not a yeah i mean I, why did you even bother i wasn't gonna get it offended All right, let's go, go to dave dave what do you think about that <laughs> uh seattle has two losses I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good um, point but i just can't answer that question i'm not i'm not like poo-pooing his question or his tip we appreciate no. it but my gosh like, i don't know enough to justifiably give an answer yeah I'll be honest with you. Wide receiver routes are not my forte. Um, no. mine, mine is who would have thought <laughs> who, who, who would have thought. And I mean, yeah, that, that, the, that the biggest thing I was, was, you know, pass blocking, run blocking, figuring out where to run things like that. Uh, the, I still say that people are like, why is the Steelers running game getting better? It's because, Teams are saying, we're not going to let you get your running game going because we don't think you're good enough to beat us with a pass. And I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's execution. I don't know if it's because the routes aren't deep enough. I don't know if it's because the routes are too deep when they don't need to be. I don't know if it's the combination of those things. And honestly, I know this is what Jeffrey Benedict would say right now. Without the all 22, it's really hard to see. So. No, I guarantee it is. That's like, you know, you're looking at, a sideline view of something that you need to see from the other yeah. angle. Uh, so maybe we'll get that. I know that they were talking about um, getting that going. Uh, the all 22 footage for the fans from yeah. NFL game pass. So we'll see mm-hmm. if that can get done. Maybe we can answer that question. Sorry, Knight Rider. We did, we did the best we could. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about special teams a little bit. Uh, defense is just kind of what it is without the players, you know, like Watt and Highsmith and stuff like that. But and Chris Boswell, that that miss, I'm sorry, like it, you just can't do it. You just can't have it. I understand that some kickers are going to miss kicks, but in a game where every single point, especially with this offense, every single point is so valuable. You miss that kick, and it puts you in a hole. Um, I didn't. A big press was just kind of like an everyday punter. I kept on saying, "Ah, that wasn't a good punt." Like I, I, I expect more. I want them inside the ten, not inside the twenty. Things like that. Brian, what were your thoughts on the uh, special teams? First of all, I'm going to take responsibility for jinxing Boswell by calling him automatic the other day that I'm not even worried about this guy on the preview. I did all of that. And here, here we go. You know, miss that missing that kick 
did not lose the game, but it changed the game and it made it. If he makes that kick, they have an opportunity to find a way to win that game. There's an, at least an opportunity when he missed that kick, kind of took it, really kind of took it away from them. I mean, sure, there was an opportunity, but eh. Um, and they're not going for it. They're, they're bringing in the kicker. At that point, I did not have a problem f- with it, with them bringing a, the kicker in at that point when they brought him in. But you got still got to make that kick. What you said about press, yeah, he's you don't have to replace him. No one's spectacular. When you look at the special teams as a whole from last year to this year, I would take 2020 back because I thought they were a better special team, uh, better special teams unit. So there's just nothing. It's an average unit, not doing anything horrible, just not doing anything spectacular or remotely close to spectacular on a return on anything. Dave, thoughts on the special teams, if any? Yeah, I, I brought it up before that I'm like, I don't know if where it's, it didn't seem like something was right with this plant foot. I don't know if it was a slip. Some people said maybe it was an issue with the hold. I'd have to go back and, and look at it again later. I'll, well, you know, when the game's available for, for me to see. Um, the special teams, you're, you're not getting splash from them like you did in week one. And if you don't get that splash in week one, we might be talking about an 0-3 Steelers team. So, I mean, but if whether or not you win or lose is because your special teams has to make a splash play, you just want your special teams to not give up splash plays is really what is really what you want them to do and to just come through with what they're supposed to do. So, I mean, it was what it was. It would have helped, but it still would have been a, a tough hill to climb. Absolutely. Well, we could sit here and talk ourselves in circles uh, endlessly almost today, but let's do some final thoughts here. Let's close out the show. Brian, uh, final thoughts here on the Steelers' second straight loss, this one to the Bengals. Don't quit. Don't quit. Don't give up. (laughs) Play hard. Play hard. You know what? I mean, look. One thing that's great about Steelers fans, one thing that's great about everybody in the live chat, sure, they are ticked off right now, and I get it, but they're coming back. So don't give up on this team. I I like the fact that right now at this particular juncture, they aren't 0-3. That's great. We've seen them put uh, put first halves that were bad up and then turn around and save it with a good second half of the season. There are things that could happen here that could remember there's seven teams that make the playoff. You know, there's this team right now is not good, but there's not a reason to jump ship. So I use this. Everyone steals this phrase. I use it a lot too. Don't throw in the terrible towels just yet. Just don't quit. They're not going to. One thing they're not going to do is quit. All right, Dave, final thoughts? Yeah, and me being a numbers guy, this is one of those games when you're like, you can look at the numbers and they just, they don't tell the story. I mean, there, there was 20 total penalties in this game, 10 by each team. There was actually more yardage given up in the penalties 
um, by the Bengals. The Steelers held a more than 10-minute advantage in time of possession. So it's not like they had their defense out there the whole time where they were being worn down. The Steelers had 21 first downs to the Bengals' 12. They had 342 net yards of offense to 268. They were even better on third down, 47%, because they had 19 third down plays um, to the Bengals, 33%. They even had one less punt than their opponent. There's all these things that you could throw out there, but none of it really mattered because they weren't, it seemed like they were really out of this game pretty much the entire second half. Once they were down by two scores, they were never really, they were never able to, to get it close again. So you, you got all those other things going against you where it comes to this team is, and this isn't typical of the Pittsburgh Steelers. This it, it start, it's starting to feel a little bit like 2019 in a way of we can't be looking at January right now. It's just got to be every week. What can the Steelers do to pull it together, to pull off a win this coming week? And then Monday you start over again. And it's going to be a week-by-week week thing to see if they can still get themselves back into how everything's going. But already, I know Steelers Nation is already frustrated and everything else. And this is a number that's going to be in my Buy the Numbers article that you'll see tomorrow morning at BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. A number that was really disappointing to me was, was 58,076. And that was the attendance for today's game because they only do the turnstile attendance. Um, that means there was over 10,000 people that did not go to this game. There was over 10,000 empty seats in this game. So you just got to, this is your, you know, this is the Steelers. I'm still going to love them. Do I, and I don't want to talk playoffs. I don't want to talk Super Bowl. I want to talk about what can they do to pull off a win this week? Yeah, and a good super chat here. Young and Woodburning gives us five dollars. Says love you, bad Jeff and Scobro and Steeler Nation. Love the content. I'll be at Lambo next weekend. Let's go. Oh, it's awesome. That'd be a great place to watch a game. I'll tell you that Lambo Field, and that's where the Steelers head next week. Make sure you stay with Behind the Steel Curtain, not only on our podcast side, but on the written word. The one thing you don't want to be is that fan that just sits there and goes, Ah, these guys stink. Know about the team. Know about the struggles. Maybe if you have some, you know have some education to yourself when it comes to the black and gold. I know we're all diehard fans here. There's over 350 people watching live on both YouTube and Facebook. So clearly you're diehard fans and you're sticking with us. So we appreciate that. That's it for this episode. Hopefully next week we're in a little bit of a happier state. Maybe they pull off the upset in Lambeau field. We'll be here to talk about it. We'll see you next time after another post game podcast. Take it easy. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.